okay, all good. Well, good morning, everybody. It's nice to be back with you, albeit through a screen, which is um, is slightly odd, even for me as a, a slightly younger younger guy. It's a bit weird doing it through technology. I'm not very good with technology myself, so it took us a while to work out Zoom when we were doing it through our church, but we got there in the end. So it's going to be a bit strange doing it through here, a, a, a service, but as a uh, first time for everything, we've been doing um, YouTube recordings at our church, so um, and then sort of like doing a Zoom meeting before, then going to a YouTube clip and then coming back on. But it's quite nice that we can all interact on here through a little mini talk. So um, I'm going to share with you what's what God's been speaking to me and what I feel like I've been getting out of this crisis. Um, and I've titled this little talk, I will shake all things. I will shake all things. And my opening scripture is in Isaiah chapter two, starting from verse 12. I'm just going to read this to you. So forgive me for looking down, but I'm looking at the Bible. For the Lord of heaven's armies has a day of reckoning. He will punish the proud and mighty and bring down everything that is exalted. He will cut down the tall cedars of Lebanon and all the mighty oaks of Bashan. He will level all the high mountains and all the lofty hills. He will break down every high tower and every fortified wall. He will destroy all the great trading ships and every magnificent vessel. Human pride will be humbled and human arrogance will be brought down. Only the Lord will be exalted on that day of judgment. And as I read that scripture, I was thinking, you know, how much of that is conspicuous right now in this day and age? I mean, what we're seeing really is the, um, the Tower of Babel all over again, where, you know, man out there, man, uh, man thinks that they are God. You know, we, we've built these high towers, we've built strong economies, we, we think we can you know, sort of rule the world and, and uh, so much intelligence out there and sophistication now and we're able to design so much and we're basically trying to, you know, uh, the, the pride of man is really quite conspicuous out there at the moment in this day and age that we live in. You know, there's so much human arrogance and God is saying that he will humble it. And um, I'm not saying this virus is necessarily from God, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that, you know, judgment will come one day. And I kind of believe that this is a almost a precursor to that because one little tiny virus, which is, let me show you a picture of it, which is so incredibly tiny. Let me see if I can get this on the screen. So I don't know if you can really see that, but um, that's a human hair. That's a dust, dust particle. And that is the size of one of the virus cells, if you like. So it's absolutely minute. And that tiny little virus has crashed the economy has brought down man's pride. You know, everyone's just sort of lost in this sea of confusion. We don't know what to do. We're trying to lock down, but at the same time, keep the economy moving. And the hospital was, uh, uh, in a sense, overwhelmed because, you know, there's no treatment for it. And it's really very, it's a dangerous, dangerous disease. Um, and it's just that tiny little particle has just caused utter chaos across the whole entire world. So to me, it's just, it's just amazing really that, that one little tiny blip in what we think is normal can just cause such chaos. And I'm just going to turn to Revelation chapter six and um, we'll hear a bit of what, as John was sort of uh, receiving this vision, the unfolding of the future, the prophetic future. And uh, it's just another scripture that I think is um, just interesting to read. So it's Revelation chapter six, verse 12. And John says this, he says, I watched as the lamb broke the sixth seal and there was a great earthquake. The sun became as dark as black cloth and the moon became as red as blood. Then the stars in the sky fell on earth like green figs falling from a tree shaken by a strong wind. 
I mean, I don't think we can really comprehend that happening, but the scripture says that's going to happen one day. So what we're seeing at the moment is really nothing compared to what's to come. The sky was rolled up like a scroll and the mountains and the islands were moved from their places. And then everyone, the kings of the earth, the rulers, the generals, the wealthy, the powerful, and every slave and free person all hid themselves in the caves among the rocks of the mountains. And they cried to the rocks of the mountains, fall on us and hide us from the face of the one who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. So, you know, the human pride and arrogance is just, I believe, being brought low. You know, you know, one thing we can learn from this, from God's point of view, is that we have to trust God. You know, man doesn't have all the answers. We know we're not God. We're not all powerful and all knowing. And one tiny virus can bring us down, bring the nations down to their knees. And um, I find that just really interesting because we just we're so used to things going well, especially in the West. But it can just crash so incredibly quickly. I'm going to go to Matthew 24 now, just briefly. Bear with me as we just go through the Bible a bit, but it's important that we do. Matthew 24, Jesus is speaking and he says in uh, verse 29 following, he says, Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light. Well, we just read that in Revelation. The stars will fall from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. So there's going to be a shaking and there is a shaking at the moment on earth. But there's also going to be a shaking in the heavens before he returns, just before he returns, before Christ returns. And this, this, this shaking is already sort of beginning on the earth, if you like. You know, God is shaking the nations. And that leads me on to my next scripture. We go to Hebrews chapter 12. If I can skim through to it. In Hebrews chapter 12, the writer says this, going from verse 20, 26. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but he makes another promise. And he quotes Haggai here, Haggai 2.6, I think. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, which is kind of what's happening now, or a precursor to it anyway, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed. And here's the key bit that I want us to really take hold of, hold of this morning. So that only unshakable things remain. You see, God is looking for unshakable people. And we as Christians need to be the unshakable ones. And some of you have been, you've been off, from what I've heard this morning, you've been out in the community helping people and, it's been, and sharing your faith. One of you is sharing your faith with the community. And we are the unshakable. And I want to ask the question to you today, you know, what kingdom are you focusing on? Is it the kingdom of earth or is it the kingdom of God? Because the kingdom of earth is going to be shaken. Um, it's, it's going to be a tough few years with the economy from this by the looks of things. And uh, we haven't even got a vaccine yet. So we don't know what's going to happen in terms of the amount of unfortunate deaths we're seeing as well. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a scary time for the world, but where is our focus? Where are we looking? And um, to be honest, I think most of you are such mature Christians. You, you know this and you are focusing on God, but it's a nice reminder. And it's a nice opportunity to look at what the scriptures say. But the writer of Hebrews goes on in verse 28 and he says this, he sort of answers the question for himself. And he says, since we, as us believers, me and you, since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshipping him with holy fear and awe for our God is a devouring fire. So there it is, you know, he's answering that question that I'm saying that, you know, our kingdom is unshakable. We, we can't be shaken if we truly trust God in his kingdom. And uh, we need to just lay aside all our trust in the world, our trust in politicians and our trust in the nations because 
God's saying, saying it's all going to be shaken apart. You know, it's like shaking a tree and all the acorns falling off. Everything's just falling apart. And, um, but our, our focus and our hope is in Christ. And I think at this time, it's a really good time to be able to share our faith. It's hard to get out and about, but at the same time, it's a good time to share our faith with people that we know through phone calls, through Zoom, through the Alpha, because people are looking, they're thinking, what is going on? Like, you know, everything was going fine. 2020 was meant to be the year that everything was good because Brexit was being sorted and the economy was on the up and we were looking good. And then all of a sudden, bang, everyone's thinking, what is going on? So it's a great time for people to look to us and see what have these Christians got that I haven't got? They've got this peace. You know, they're, they're hoping in something that's far greater and far more sturdy than what I'm hoping in, which is the world. And we just, it was really nice that we just obviously prayed the Lord's Prayer. And it's, um, you know, one, one major part of that is your kingdom come and your will be done. And really, that's what we want. We want God's kingdom to come because that's the unshakable kingdom. So we need to ask ourselves, you know, where is my kingdom? What am I looking at? What am I putting my trust in? One of the things I've noticed at the moment as well is that, you know, I really feel God is really close to us at the moment. And I think he's really... Um, knocking on the door you know jesus always says i I am there knocking and all we've got to do is open the door and i think there's so many um, unbelievers out there um that are seeking at the moment you know the um the google search results for um um that second chronicles 14 is it where it says if my people will repent and turn away from their wickedness then i will heal their land apparently that's one of the most googled scriptures at the moment um through non-christians are googling it as well everyone's googling stuff about jesus because they're trying to find answers and i've also heard that in america particularly there are lots of churches which are say 50 strong 100 strong that are now doing online services and their numbers are almost doubling because so many people are tuning in because they're at home they've got nothing else to do and they're seeking they're thinking there's got to be an answer to this there's got to be something more i can hope in because i can't hope in you know the the president of america i can't hope in the the you know the europe the EU, I can't hope in Boris Johnson or anyone, they're, they're all tuning into these online services. And Jesus is knocking at the door. And, you know, we've just got to, they've just got to open it as such. But there's definitely a period of grace here through this turmoil. And, you know, usually when, when judgment comes or when, you know, these times come, you know, God is really trying to speak to the nations and say, you know, guys, come on, look up. You know, don't look across, look up, you know, and that's what I think he's doing. And it's just amazing that so many people are tuning into these church services. It's such an opportunity to bring, Mike was talking about the harvest, but it's also bringing that harvest of believers in, you know, it's that opportunity to bring that harvest in. And um, essentially that's what we're looking for. I mean, if I just go back to Matthew 24, actually. And the exciting thing is that when Jesus comes, you know, says here in Matthew 24, when he comes back on the clouds and the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world. From the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. So, you know, this gathering has got to come in and we just, I just see that this is an opportunity for even you guys in Brightening Sea in your small town to be that light, to be living in that unshakable kingdom that the writer of Hebrews talks about. So people might look at you and think mm, they've got something different, you know, because there's a lot of people that are going to be left with, you know, almost nothing after this. Businesses are crashing and people are losing family members. And, you know, it's, it's a really frightening time for those that haven't got Christ. So 
it's just short message, but I thought it'd be good for us to just discuss a little bit of this after I've spoke about it. So um, I'm going to leave it there, actually. And I'm just going to ask you that question. You know, what what kingdom are you trusting in? You know, are you truly trusting in the kingdom of Christ or is there part of you which is holding on onto the world? And the other question I want to leave with you is how are we as the church in this time of lockdown going to spread the good news and how are we going to help bring that harvest in? How are they going to bring in the chosen ones? How are we going to, you know, um, expose the good news to them through this time? So let me just pray and then I'll hand back to Andy and we can have a discussion or we can pray some more. So, Father, I do thank you that through this shaking of the nations, Lord Jesus, I mean, um, it's not necessarily at all that you caused this, Lord, but you've, of course, you've allowed it, Lord, because you could quite easily say no to it, Lord, but you've allowed a shaking, Lord, and it's more important to you that people turn to you than the, the world go on in its, as it is, Lord. It's more important that people come to know you, Jesus. And if that sometimes means we go through hard times and shakings, Lord, then that's what you have to do, Lord, to get people's attention. And you are getting people's attention, Father, because we see so many people Googling your name, Googling scriptures, um, tuning into church services, Lord, showing more interest in Alpha courses, Lord. So that's the blessing that's coming out of it, Lord, amidst the storm, Lord. And we just pray that you would help us to hold on to that unshakable kingdom, which is your kingdom and your kingdom come, Lord, and your will be done, Lord. And we want other people or the non-Christians we know, the family that we know that don't believe in you. We want them to turn to you, Jesus, and find salvation, Lord. Lord, we're realising in this time that there's just nothing more important than knowing you, Lord, and longing for your return, Lord, and seeing you set up your unshakable kingdom, Lord where there will be no virus, Lord, and no death and no disease, Lord. So we just pray that you'd help us to be wise in how we can spread the good news, help this church in Brightling Sea, Lord, to be that light, Lord, to be that real bright light in Brightling Sea that draws people to them and just equip them, Lord, to be able to share the good news and to speak life into them, Lord, so that we can see a, a greater harvest in Brightling Sea. And in Colchester, Lord, and in Clapton, where Stephanie and Vicky and Elliot and a few others go out, Lord. May we just see a harvest come in because of this, Lord. Because what hope of people, what hope have people got, Lord, if they haven't got you? There is no hope, Lord. That tiny, tiny, tiny speck of a virus can crash everything, Lord, and wipe the stock markets, can crash jobs, Lord, and can so unfortunately end lives, Lord. People need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord. So we pray that in Jesus' name, Lord. Give us wisdom and be with us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.